Welcome to the Ether. Today is Wednesday, April 5th, 2023. Today on the Ether, Wrecked FM, the Wrecked Gang, discusses the Polygon Mint experience with three days to live. Two live? It's like two live crew, right? But it's two, three days to, three days to live, two live crew. Let's take a listen. All right, all right. We're getting set up here. People are joining in. I shared the link within our Discord. Uh, working on this title. <laughs> How are you doing, Fatty Bags? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. Good morning, good afternoon, uh, good night, wherever you are located at, my friend. Uh, everything is good on this end. How about yourself? I'm doing pretty well. Good afternoon for me, I guess, just starting after lunch. Are you in the Eastern time zone like myself? I'm on the West Coast, my friend, the West Coast. Uh, so I, you know, I'm I'm back in time. So I need you to just let me know how the markets are doing, if you don't mind. Um, seems like not so bad today. You know, surprisingly, I saw Ethereum at 19.50, pretty decent. You know, not too shabby. Eesh, I will take it. You know, I've been I've been DCAing on the way up, so I've been selling my my bags and uh, deleveraging a bit. Uh, from about 1750 up. So seeing 1950, I'm like, let's keep going. I want to see the all time high again, man. We need 4K. Where the hell's the bull market at? I, I was promised 10 during the bull market. So, you know, what happened to that one? <laughs> exactly, dude. Bro. It's the future of finance, bro. You know, eventually, eventually, I'd like to think so. I sip copium and coffee in the mornings. So I'll uh, I'll be doing that for sure. Um, also, uh, we have three days to live, but Machinist is going to be behind that account, and I'll be up here chopping it up and answering any questions. And of course, we want to hear about Rec Gang too, man. So thank you for having us up here. Yeah, th thanks for tuning in. I mean, obviously, you know, we want to learn about your project. We don't want to talk about ourselves too much. Uh, we do these all the time, by the way. I remember we had you for the Reddit avatar one. I think it was a almost a month back now and i know you guys had one yesterday which was super well attended congrats for that i think people are are super curious especially that it's coming up next week so i think like the timing was very appropriate yeah i can't i can neither confirm nor deny but you know what is public from reddit you know is is that 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 week that they released which is pretty pretty cool um to assume at least they give people an idea uh and a time that they can shoot for uh instead of uh cohort one and cohort two gen one gen two people were uh biting their nails staying up late at night i mean there was a real mental health crisis uh for those first two minutes i know there's some people in here that can attest to that as well so yeah i'm excited man thank you for the flowers too it was a lot of fun um and what's cool about this time around is you know there's more artists but on top of that 
uh, now we've got more eyes and Polygon's just absolutely popping off. So it's the perfect storm. And I think that, you know, each one of these, uh, you know, gens has gotten better each time. So now it's going to be pretty darn interesting to see what happens from here on out. Yeah, Plax was telling us how he, he didn't sleep the whole week for Gen 2. Like, uh, he <laughs> so he was very happy that at least they gave him, you know, like a week time frame here. Uh, I'm excited for it. He gave us also some tips and tricks as well. So thank you for that. I think like loading your, your Apple Pay or your uh, Google Play Store wallet just to, to be able to purchase these even faster. Uh, lots of tips and tricks I'm excited for. I'm just excited to mint, you know, on Reddit. That's going to be my first time. Yeah, it's it's cool the way they've done it, man, because you, you end up with so many people who have never uh, been exposed to this realm. And now uh, they're going through a very seamless process where they can use a credit card, where they can use Apple Pay, where they can use uh, the Google Play, uh, Google Pay or whatever the heck it's called. So, um they're making it really seamless. And now it's, it's going to be interesting to see where they take it from here. I want to see more Web3 adoption, uh, exposing these people to different avenues of where they can kind of start to dive into this realm, uh, where they can poke around and play on different poly, uh, Polygon projects and so on and so forth. And we've seen that since Gen 1, Gen 2. I've been pushing for that uh, very heavily. Uh, so educating many of the people who've come in. And I mean, if you think about it, Plax, I see Elfie, I see Ape, I see Tuan, I see a lot of these people, I see Jim, all of these people came in from Reddit, and now they're like ultimate degens, like they're making plays, they're getting their favorite artists, art, uh, they're trading, swapping, they're on multi-chains, like they're, they've really earned their stripes, and like it's sick to see uh, because they came in with just a, the, the Reddit experience, so now we're looking at like, okay, uh, these guys are deep web three junkies, and I'm so, so stoked to see that. That's the ultimate goal, right? Get them in, keep them here so that we can all keep pushing. Because who knows what great ideas these guys have. They've launched projects. They've, you know, they've figured out ways to to integrate their own ideas into web three, which is healthy for the whole ecosystem. Yeah, Reddit is that first bump, right? That first hit. And then afterwards, it's all downhill. Um, <laughs> all right, man, we can get started. Uh, thanks again for tuning in, everybody that's here. Uh, today, we're going to be chatting with Fatty Bags and about his upcoming mint on Polygon called Three Days to Live. I think it's a very interesting project. I use the word concept. Now, I want to change it to experience because I think it's going to be a minting experience uh definitely different from what we've seen before and i have so many questions about how it's all going to play out how do you think it's going to work so appreciate you for kind of joining us and uh, appreciate you on the spaces as a whole all the time i think you bring the energy it's always fun chatting with you always a good time so so you know thanks for being <laughs> bringing some light to this space so uh let's get started so i'm wondering you know what motivated you to kind of launch this project specifically? Because I know you're very much involved in Reddit avatars and as an artist, but this is something very different, very unique. So where did that idea come from? Wonderful question. Thank Yeah. And thank you, man, for having me up and for the flowers. I appreciate it. I'm, I'm stoked to be here. I'm stoked to talk to the Polygon fam and the Rec Gang fam. So this is awesome. Big shout out Plax for making this possible too. The great connector, if you will. Um, you know, 
to be 100% honest, Machinist sent me a message. I can't take credit for the idea, and I refuse to take credit for the idea. Uh, the Machinist, he, he hit me up. And he's like, I have a great idea. <laughs> he's like, I, I'm pretty sure he thought about it uh, in the shower or fucking walking a dog or something like that. And he's like, what do you think about this? And I go, dude, that is fucking sick. All right, how do we bring it to life? Um, and we kind of just started going back and forth. And we're like, okay, we could do this, we could do that. And both of us are our, our idea guys. Excuse me, I can't speak this morning. Um, so, you know, when one comes up with something great, uh, the other bounces something uh, even more interesting off of it. And then the other compliments that. And then eventually it turns into something that is like, okay, this is sick. I think people will like it. The idea was really uh, an experiment. And I'll let Machinist speak to that too, bro. If, if you're available, my dude, behind the three, three days to live, uh, just kind of like the thought process behind it um and, and where it stemmed from was it a shower thought bro a little yeah it was a little bit yeah what's up everybody just uh yeah i'm the, I'm the machinist um if for the idea stemmed from i don't remember the name of the project sorry but it was the the twitter it was like the twitter checks i, I think it was called checks right yeah we were looking at the meta and it was the checks burn meta and we were kind of like this is very simple <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah so, checks. Eh? I hope you didn't buy the top on those, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we were looking at the, you know, the burn mechanics and, and looking at how that worked. And it sort of sparked the idea of like, what can we do with burn mechanics that would be interesting? And this is, this is sort of where, you know, three days to live was just a, you know, a random street through it was one one thing in a random stream of ideas that sounded really interesting and the more we the more we discussed it the more we thought about the game mechanics the more we thought about you know how the game could play out like the more interesting it became and uh you know we we brought the uh fatty i'll have to i have to give fatty his flowers he's he's the one who brought the lore to life that was that was his idea um but the i i would say the contractual like innovation was sort of like started as my idea, but it's, it's grown from there. It's both of our ideas, ideas at this point. Fatty, did Fatty bring the zombification of the idea? Is that, is that, can we use that word? <laughs> you're, absolutely, you're absolutely right, bro. I zombified the shit out of it. And, and you know, what's crazy is like, I went, cause I love like post-apocalyptic survival shit and, like, I've always been a fan of, like, oh, what happens if the world blows up and we all got to get in a bunker together? And the machinist was so on board with it, too. And I was like, all right. And then I started to second guess myself. I was like, wow, this is just the first story in lore I came up with, bro. Like, do you think this is good? Like, I, I, it's kind of doomy and gloomy. And here I am, like, overthinking it. And sure enough, people are like, dude, this is sick. Like, it, it, this is going to be a lot of fun. And machinist was supportive on the the lore the entire time. So, yeah, 100%, I would say that I zombified it. But we also bounced the zombification off of one another. Like, there were certain changes to the lore and storyline and the stuff we were thinking. Uh, that came from the machinist as well, just so that we could get this thing polished off. Nice, nice. I love the zombification, but let's get back to the core concept. So, uh, Machinist, so, so what is kind of like the main idea? I know you said you were inspired from checks, but how does it all work? And, and I think it's all on chain as well. So to me, I, I love when games or these type of mints are, are fully on chain too. So if you can share a little bit of wisdom about that. Yeah, sure thing. So I guess I will talk about this from like a contractual side and then I will pass off to fatty for like the lore. Um, so the idea is that 
there is a uh, there's a starting supply, and for us that's three thousand three hundred thirty three. There is a a list, a safe list of three hundred and thirty three. That any token that's in that list is considered safe and uh, non burnable at the time that it's in the list. Anything that's not in the list is given a basically a time to live of three days. So you have three days to make a sale. You have to sell your uh, your token. And once it's sold, it gets put into the top of the safe list. And then who, uh, whichever, whichever token's been in the, that list the longest gets kicked out back in, and, and ha- ends up with a, a three-day time to live again and has to make another sale before it's put in. So it's sort of like an interesting... It's an interesting experiment. Uh, we're not entirely sure how it's going to go, but the I guess the game theory is is we think the most desirable art is going to be the one that is traded the most frequently, and thus will stay in the bunker the, or the the safe list the longest. So the what we would like to see is that by the end there's uh, three hundred and thirty three remaining. Uh, tokens that have and those represent the best of the art or the most desirable art nice uh well before we go into the zombification like um (laughs) just from a a smart contract perspective or even without all the you know bells and whistles and i think the really cool lore that comes with it, it you know is it possible that the game never ends there's always sales that are ongoing i mean if every three days or every two and a half days there's a sale of every nft then the supply won't change is that correct from my understanding that is technically a possibility um we we have baked in we have baked in like protection mechanisms for wash sales um so you can only uh, one rule is that only during the game period, that only the original minters are going to be able to buy and sell from one another or transfer to one another. Um, any, anybody outside of that will not be able to interact. Uh, and the reason for that is, is to prevent the case where somebody could spin up 20 different wallets and just bounce the, bounce the token between their wallets to prevent it from burning. Uh, so we prevent, prevent it that way. And then another is we have a uh, a max sales per token per wallet. So say for instance, like a, a single wallet can only be can only hold a single like one token ID up to like say three times, and then after that, the sale no longer counts and it doesn't get put put in the uh, safe list. So I think I think with those mechanics, um, it will we'll find that. After a certain point, the game can only really go on so long before people run out of uh, wash sales, I guess you could say. Um, but yeah, we have we're, we still don't really know exactly what's going to happen with that. Yeah, I'm excited to see how it's all going to play out. It sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, fatty bags, you want to go ahead with, with the lore behind, I guess, this concept or this experience? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's... um. You know, I guess I'll, I'll kind of reiterate the mechanics too for some that that maybe the contractual side was uh, like I, it's 
the cool thing about this project, it's also like a double-sided sword, right? There's a lot that goes into it, but I feel like when people wrap their heads around what's going on, uh, it makes a lot of sense. And then it becomes very apparent that this is like a grand experiment uh, because a lot of the the minting that we see nowadays and the burning we see is very Neanderthalish. It's and I say that in the utmost respectful way. Uh, but you know, burning to redeem is like an old meta. What we're trying to do is we're trying to take this to a new level where not only have we encouraged secondary sales for projects, uh, we've also encouraged the organic uh, art selection process. So you can now look at your project and say, "Oh wow, no one liked this trait." Or no one liked this piece of art because they left that shit out in the contagion cloud and allowed it to burn. Uh, but all of these grail pieces, wow, we didn't even think these were going to be grails, but the community loved them. So what it does is it also potentially, and it, it, you know, I say potentially here because we don't know the answer to this. I want to be very clear. It's an experiment. Um, is that we could now have data sets that can be collected by founders and creators of their projects to say like, look, this art didn't work out uh, and this they don't like these traits, they don't like this art. Now, you know, we won't include that maybe on future iterations of the game or future projects that we build. So that's a creative thing too. The, the other side, before I jump into the kind of lore side and a point I wanted to touch on uh, is that there are other things that we've seen, other uh, mechanics that have started to kind of uh, sprout from this idea. We've had people literally talking about teaming up. Uh, so they're like, dude, we're going to team up. We're going to keep the ones we like the most alive. And we didn't expect that. Like we didn't expect survivors to band together and like potentially create groups where they're like, Hey man, we like this art and we're going to get this. And we're going to figure out a way to where we were the owners of this. And like, so now we're seeing like this tribalism start to spawn off the idea and people are like planning strategies around what, all of this. And that to me is part of the experiment and why it makes it so very interesting is because now people are starting to think about how they can interact with this entire, uh, you know, minting slash trading process. So that's huge. And that's something that we want to do at Wraithworks and what we're doing with Three Days to Live is we're, we're leading by example. So we create the tech and then on top of it, we bootstrap an experience and then we offer the tech to the greater uh, Polygon community and founders. So uh, I just wanted to get that out of the way so people could understand kind of where our head's at. Now, if you jump in to the lore, uh, you know, upon ment out, uh, you know, an on-chain uh, timer, a countdown timer will be started and the first 333 NFTs minted are going to be automatically added to this uh, survival bunker. So the lore is, is that there's a virus that is spread across uh, the entire world, the globe, if you will, and you're in a small group of people who have survived this, the last survivors. Um, and now you guys have a single bunker uh, that you found, which for whatever magical reason, uh, it keeps you disinfected, clean and safe inside. Uh, but the problem, the caveat, is that there's only 333 spaces in there. Uh, and from time to time, you're going to be playing a game of very deadly musical chairs slash hot potato. So you got to you got to be real cognizant uh, of, of staying in that bunker, because after a, a certain amount of time, you're going to die potentially or you're going to be one of the last immortalized survivors inside of this bunker. Um, so the, the one thing I want to reiterate, too, is the sale of an infected uh, NFT uh, will automatically, quote unquote, heal. Uh, the survivor, the the infected survivor. So thus, it's pushing it to the front of the queue inside of the survival bunker. Uh, and then it's pushing poor Timmy out the back, 
and back into the cloud. So this, it, you might be at the front for a while, but depending on like, you know, certain mechanics such as price action, how popular this gets, how many people are trading, uh, the cost per trade, so on and so forth, like your secured spot could last days uh, or it could last minutes. You know, we don't know. And that's another beautiful factor uh, behind this that kind of creates this, okay, oh shit, like, am I still good? And I, I want to say one more thing too, and I'll throw it right back over to you, bro, is that it's it's reflected in the metadata on this iteration. So we'll have an overlay that says, hey, you know, you have three days to live, two days to live, one day to live. Uh, there will be an indication that you're in the contagion cloud. So when you look at this, it's all going to be on chain. It's all going to be, uh, you know, reflected through the metadata. Uh, and then that's how people will see, okay, this is, this is how this is going. Now, iteration two, we can get into that a little bit if you'd like, but uh, I'll leave it at that for now. Yeah, no, it sounds super interesting and and cool and a very different approach to minting. So, so I, I guess I have so many thoughts on this concept, but but my first one is you guys implemented certain rules, right, to prevent wash trading, um, and also I guess that to, to make the experience a little more fun. So, so I'm wondering if you're not on the mint list, if you're not one of the original minters, you cannot participate in this experience. That's correct, right? Yes, that is correct. That was one of the, we wanted to stop people from just aping in with a bunch of wallets and extending the game indefinitely. And what it does is it leaves, it, it creates two things. It creates one, a FOMO that now you've been locked out of the game and we've looked at it. We looked at it like, okay, is this going to like slow secondaries for projects when they use this? And obviously all of this stuff, and I'll let machinists confirm this, like these variables are all part of the first experiment. And we might scrap that. We might say like, dude, F that. It like, it was way too constrictive. Uh, you know, it might be something that can be turned on and off. Um, but the idea is, is that we don't want people coming in and gaming the system from the outside and then screwing the people who were minting and who were part of this uh since the beginning it's like you guys were here you minted you're in the game now you guys are the ones that are going to be providing the the data set for the game mechanics for us on this first iteration okay nice so so it's basically a whitelist only mint right because you don't want to leave that to public or else it could get bought it um i guess i'm going away from the topic but kind of asking the questions that the dgens are asking themselves you mentioned the 3,333 supply and what would be like the mint price on this. And a reminder, we are giving away some whitelists on this. Yes, we yeah. are. We're, go ahead, go ahead, Mishis. I was gonna say, so we, we are gonna have a, we are gonna have a technically have a public mint. Um, whether we get there or not is a question of how many spots uh, end up getting taken up for whitelist and allow list. As for pricing, the whitelist is going to be if you have a whitelist spot, then you get one free mint. If you have an allow list spot, you get one mint for 15 medic. And then for the public mint, it's uh, 15 medic or 25 medic. Sorry. And the game starts when it minted out. Is, is that correct? So we have a we. So there's a um, a function on the contract for us to start the game. Uh, we're not going to, it, it's not completely dependent on whether it mints out the full 3,333. It, it's dependent on when we start the game. Yeah, that's something that I that I wanted to bring up too, is like, we, for us, 
and you can tell by the the, the free mint is that this is like a very uh, player data collection heavy stage, right? Because when we're launching these experiments and these it, like innovative contracts, we got to have players and we have to collect data to say, this idea was really dumb or this idea was freaking awesome. How can we like amp this 3X? Um, so that's why with the, the free mint for our partners, we felt like, hey, this is a really wonderful way to get people involved in playing. Um, we know that a lot of people are not going to survive. And we've thought through those mechanics as well. I'll let machinists speak to that in when you're ready for it too, Rec. But um, we thought about a lot of these variables and like even the, the psychology behind, you know, the loser's bracket, like who lost their NFT. You know, if we give a lot of these away for free in the beginning, it's one showing that this is not a thing where we're trying to make a bunch of money off of. This is a secondary bootstrapped idea on top of a contract that we've built under Wraithworks and we're going to continue to build to better the Web3 community. So we're giving, <coughs> excuse me, choking and dying. <laughs> we're giving these away, uh, these contracts, and these ideas away potentially to founders uh, and creators in this space that are, you know, they just haven't thought or don't have the capability to create uh, such things. And through that, we're doing good to the entire space. That's our goal. We're leading heart forward, brain forward. That's the goal of, of uh, what Wraithworks is. So um, as far as the free mints go, that's the idea behind that. Uh, then we have the allow list and then obviously the public. I think I don't think we'll make it to public, to be honest. Yeah, and uh, appreciate y'all for kind of giving these contracts as well to the community. I feel this could be a new way of minting NFTs as well. Like, you know, even profile picture NFTs, it it looks like or feels like almost an open edition with uh an auction right <laughs> so like it's like an open edition slash dutch auction type of mint where maybe you get three thousand minted but as you mentioned at the end you only get 300 that truly live on chain and that's kind of the community that you're uh, building with at the end so so that's my question what happens at the end when they're the game ends <laughs> no that's, that's a great question too man it's uh so the idea is that those final 333 again all of these variables can be tweaked potentially and machinists please feel free to interject because you know when i start talking about back-end uh contractual development i mean this is stuff that we've talked about so i don't think i'm too far out of line here but uh these these different things can be tweaked so the amount uh of the final collection the final 333 are the immortalized collection so now you've gone deflationary from a potential collection of 3,333 to a select 333 pieces of art in that collection. Now you have a micro collection of what I would say player defined art. So they have now picked their favorite pieces and that collection has now immortalized those last 333. So a really uh, unique way of allowing the community to participate in the natural selection of the art that you've presented. Yeah, that's super cool. And and what will happen? Like, okay, that's the collection. And once that's done, um, I guess there'll be a roadmap 2.0 moving from there. This collection will maybe part of uh, the next experience or are they winning some sort of, uh, I don't know, ribbon or <laughs> something like that to celebrate outside of the fact that they're actually on the chain and immortalized? Yeah, so... Machinist, I, I don't know how deep we should go here, um, but to I'll, I'll light answer the, the first part is, you know, it's really up to 
the creator slash founder of the project, right? Like you could have your final collection be just a, like a 333 piece PFP or a 3,333 piece PFP or 5,000, whatever it is. And I'll, I'll let Machina speak to that too. But um, you ultimately, and what we're doing with Three Days to Live is, is multiple iterations, right? So this is the first iteration. This is our uh, data collection phase where we, we look at how the players interacted. We look at the amount of trades. We look at how many times a token is, it has touched a wall, uh, certain wallet, uh, you know, how many times it was traded between two wallets. And we're going to look at all of this data on chain and go, okay, this needs tweaking. This needs tweaking. And then what we'll do is we'll present a second iteration. Um, now we've thought, and I, before I go too much further, machine, it's like, how, how deep do we want to go on a little bit of alpha here? Like I'm, I'm cool with the alpha dude. And like, you know, we'll, we'll drop it a couple times, but you just let me know how comfortable you are, bro. And we'll rock it. But we have been thinking about mechanisms for second time players and so on and so forth. Yeah, we can, we can definitely drop the alpha. I, I do want to, before we go too far, I do want to say that, um, the, when, when it reaches, when the game ends, when you reach the final amount, 333 for us, uh, the, it is unlocked. And then those tokens can be traded outside of the original minters. I just wanted to, to I just wanted to let that not be known. So the, yeah, those, those 333 are, are not going to be like locked to the original minters forever. Yeah. Super. Valid. So they're released. The zombie apocalypse is over at the end. <laughs> exactly. Contagion down, bro. Contagion down. They, they finally find the cure. It, Took him so long, but it was all worth it. But but go ahead with the alpha. I'm super curious to know, like, because it makes a lot of sense from, uh, uh, you know, kind of how you explain the game. Uh, I think it'll be fun. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with, uh, you know, the, <laughs> the gamification aspect and the game theory. And I guess we'll have a lot of uh, clans and factions and people trying to, to, to kind of band together so they survive. That'll be fun, too uh but but what happens at the end right that that was kind of like okay you win and then what exactly exactly so there's we've thought about this pretty extensively and the psychology behind a game where you have potentially purchased a token and you are left empty-handed even if you understood the mechanics like everybody in this room if you understand the mechanics, there's still going to be people that go, damn, that kind of sucks. Like I played for so long, I traded and we thought about this like heavily. We're like, dude, that, that can't be the, the end all for this. Maybe iteration one it is. And we work through it, but we, we thought about it. And I guess the, the first piece of alpha would be the, the coins or the currency uh, that can be acquired from dead survivors. So Machinists, feel free to interject at any time as well if I go too deep on this. But actually, actually, can I? Can I yeah, talk yeah, about you, this? Will you right. please? Yeah, it'll be great. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah. So, what we're going to be doing is well, one, we track what we're going to be tracking is how, how many hours you survived uh, while you were playing, right? It'll be whoever your wallet address will keep track of how many hours you survived uh, over, you know, a additive of how many tokens you owned, right? So if you if you have three tokens and you survive for a hundred hours uh, over the total of those three tokens, then that's how many hours you survived in total. Uh, that will be a one to one exchange with a ERC twenty token for uh, how many hours you survived after the game has ended. 
and this token will be this i want to say this token is not going to we will not have a liquidity pool for this token it's not going to be something that you can trade uh when binance when yeah yeah it's not going to be it's not going to be a tradable token in that sense uh but it will be something that we plan to use for future gamification for redeeming uh for something else and we have uh We've we've had a lot of discussions about how we can use this token in the future, um, none of which are really set in stone yet. So I don't want to drop any alpha there, but yeah, but that's a uh, that is nice. the alpha. I like it. I love it. I love it. So it's nice that you guys think about you know the people that <laughs> don't make it as well. Um, I, I remember a few versions of not this game, right? But but games like. Uh, one ETH floor minimum, right? And then if the person lists under that floor, their token gets burned. And and I remember, like, you know, it, it's very frustrating, and sometimes people forget to delist or something like that happens, and then they get really angry at the creators for, for burning their token. So if you guys have thought of this, uh, some sort of mechanic to reward the people that maybe couldn't make it or for whichever reason, sometimes it's just like a time constraint or they don't have the attention to, to follow the whole thing. Uh, that That's nice because you're keeping them within the ecosystem, within the game. And if I can add to, you know, we thought about and completely agree. It, that was the thought behind it, right? It's like shit happens. Like I got to I have what a seven month old now. Like there's some times where I'm like, dude, I am strapped today. I cannot I cannot be gaming uh, or thinking about anything blockchain. Uh, so we understand that, too. Like people have lives. And in this experience, this experience and experiment is not intended uh, to create any type of stress. So what we thought is, is if we create this mechanic for the uh the ones that don't survive we'll call them people that die in the contagion cloud um we we what i'm assuming and this is utterly just speculation here is that there will be a bracket of people who are intentionally losing the game to get something that they like on the the i guess you could say the loser side i don't like using that word but if you don't win the game, you lost the game. And that's the cool part. Like, I want to see a dichotomy between these two, like people who are playing the game super hard because they're attached to something on the on the survivor side. And then I, I would love to see people playing the game and not being disappointed in the fact that they died because there's something on the uh, dying survivor side that they really, really like as well. So that's kind of the psychology behind it. And then it's a winner. It's a you know net positive winner game uh, and people don't feel like they've been left empty handed. So that was really important to us. Yeah, and uh, I think that's a good point. Uh, I really like how you you thought about them. Uh, I mean, you guys picked three days to live. The variation could have easily been three hours to live or three minutes to live. And then that becomes like a really fast-paced game where uh, eventually somebody doesn't have the time to kind of, you know, play it uh, and and dies. But, But thinking, I think three days is a considerable timeline as well did did you guys kind of pick that arbitrarily or or was that part of the plan too yeah it's you know threes have been like a very mimetic number uh mimetic universal all of that Uh, it's something that machine is how the hell did we i think we just like the threes from our DeFi days it's always been three 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 everything (laughs) i'm pretty damn sure that's exactly where that came from and yeah yeah, i think and and yeah we said on three days because three three hours just is is too 
we want the game to go on for we don't want the game to just be like you know a day or or two days long we would like it to to last a little bit longer uh than that and i think three days is sort of the perfect time frame for that yeah three days in crypto is like uh you know a month so it, it this this game is going to last a year uh technically I, I guess that's my big you know another one of my questions is how do you keep the attention after uh you know, I think initially people are going to be very interested, the first cycle, the second cycle. But when it starts to, to, to be like one month in, um, it can be difficult to capture people's attention when that's your prime game mechanic is kind of buying and selling. Um, uh, did you guys think about, you know, adding a little bit more depth to it? Or I guess it's the first, you know, iteration of it. So kind of hard to say how people will react. Yeah, that's and that's a great point and something that we've uh, considered deeply as well uh, is attention spans in this space. I think like one of the really important things to preface all of this with is like three days to live is one experiment of many experiments that we have loaded up in the hopper uh, for Wraithworks. So as we collect data on iteration one and we launch iteration two, and when I say collect data, that's a dangerous thing to say in, in this space. What I mean by that is game data on chain. So it's not like we're taking your email address. What we're doing is we're reading transactions. We're reading uh, into the blockchain and seeing how you participated in the game, how you traded, how long tokens were held. So I just want to clarify that first and foremost. Um, as far as additional mechanics go, we already have, I don't know how long the damn list is, of all of these sick ideas where we're like, dude, we implement this. Like this could change the entire way that people are playing this. It could create levels of FOMO or fear that uh, force players to think in a whole different you know, type of strategic way. Um, so we've got a list of, of banger ideas for three days to live. And the first iteration is just really important for us uh, to make sure that we solidify the foundation and fundamental kind of gameplay mechanics, which is totally oxymoronic because we don't know what the hell is going to work, right? That's the point of this experiment It's just to see. So yeah, we, uh, long story short, We've definitely thought of mechanics moving forward. We've definitely thought of some really cool uh, ideas, including UI UX that could be incorporated to make it feel much more like a game. Uh, but all of these would be down the road and dependent on how these first couple iterations go. So, so machinists, would it be possible to kind of uh, play with the contracts when the game is live? And what I mean by this is all of a sudden, maybe the contagion risk spreads like wildfire, and now you only have one day to live. Or, you know, you discover some sort of thing that can protect 666 of these NFTs, kind of playing with the numbers a little bit. Is there that flexibility? So we don't currently... obviously build lore around it. Uh, fatty, fatty can zombify it or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, we don't we don't currently have those mechanics in place. Uh, but those those are like Fatty was saying with the list of, of new ideas we have. We... The, those are actually some of the ideas we have on the list uh, going forward as to uh, perhaps like drop a new bunker that people can enter um, and things like that. So, yeah, I think going the, this contract is um, I don't want to say it's simple, but it's it's, uh, you know, fairly, fairly simple uh, for us to be able to gather this information and, and see what people think about it and stuff like that. And then uh, the next one is going to be uh, far more complex and, and far more um, have far more. Uh, gamification elements i guess you, you could say <laughs> when the machinist says something's relatively simple bro 
like wrecked. I want like I want you to look at this sometime. You got to look at this. Con- it's it is like miles of freaking code, bro. Like the it just it screams to how how talented this dude is because every time that he says something simple, I look at him I'm just like, bro, what the? F- are you serious right now? Yeah, no, I know what you mean, machinist too. He's he's saying relatively simple, but if we get relatively complex, that shit's going to be on some NASA science shit. So, uh, it's it's definitely cool that we've thought it's it's hilarious too the fact that you brought up a couple of the ideas that we were thinking. I'm like, damn, we got to start talking. We got to start talking to Berserk about this shit and uh, <laughs> have him come on board with the ideas. No, man, you nailed it on the head. Stuff like that. I won't re- I won't say too much more about the mechanics, but you know, maybe items that would be cool. Oh yeah, that sounds exciting. And by the way, machinists, most of the projects minting on Polygon don't even use their own contracts to mint. They're on launch pads. So uh, I agree that relatively simple is probably extremely complex for, for anybody here. <laughs> Plax, go ahead. You had your hand up for a while. Sorry about that. Oh yeah. Good good morning. Good morning. Good afternoon. I just have two questions directed at Mr. Fatty Bags. Uh, question number one, Mr. Fatty Bags, is are you hiring? And question number two is when whitelist? Take this man out back. Take him out back. Gosh darn it. No, you know what? It's it's literally anybody that's in this space building. That those are the two primary questions. Like, and I I, I don't knock people for the hustle. <laughs> like I get it. But man, that ticketing system and Plax can attest to this. Full disclosure, Plax is, you know, he's our community manager at Three Days to Live. He's a galactic manager over at Aplians. So he's deep in this. He knows that he's poking, he's poking the pit bull right now. Uh, but what I will say is that our entire ticketing system just gets flooded with win whitelist uh, and can I work for you? So it's interesting to see how this space has uh, evolved into, you know, oppor- it's an opportunity for a lot of people who maybe uh don't have those opportunities in their country. So that's really cool. We try to let down everyone as lightly as possible and, and lead with kindness. But at the end of the day, holy shit, does it ever wear on you? Man, I, I'm in Canada and I will do anything for a free mint. So, you know, uh, when whitelist for me. <laughs> and and yeah, I agree. We, ha- we have like, uh, since this, you know, polygon explosion, purple wave, purple tsunami, whatever they want to call it, I feel there's a lot of interest around all the polygon nfts so you guys are doing this at the right time and add the word free to it i think uh it's uh <laughs> you, you'll get a lot of grinders in the discord trying to, to get some some monies out of it but it's it's it comes with the good i think it's good i agree yeah i totally agree it's uh it's good to see i, I like to see organic interaction I don't like to get DMs about people asking me to buy interaction, like to buy. It's just like a constant. I feel like I'm at a market of like people selling their souls. And I'm just like, dude, no, we don't we don't want to do that. We're building cool shit. And the idea behind the cool shit is that to it and they will come naturally as people start to kind of catch on to what we're doing at three days to live uh but more importantly because this is just one of the experience uh, experiments that we have is like what we're doing at wraithworks and why we're doing it at wraithworks and the reason behind uh why we feel we need to do it at wraithworks which is taking care of the greater community yeah that was going to be my segue actually so you know could you talk talk to me about the company that you guys are building right we, we can call it a company uh, and this will be kind of one of the flagship or, or something for the portfolio uh, that you'll be able to show off. And it and it's new, right? Like just uh, I, first time I hear about it. So 
uh, yeah. give me all the deets. Yeah, of course, of course. And I'll let machinists poke in too. Uh, you know, Plax is part of this whole thing. Crab is down there and and uh, we're all working together on, and, and, and Connell, uh, cannot forget Connell. He's so damn busy that he's not here right now because he's just rocking for Reddit. Um, but, you know, Mach Machinist, if you want to interject as well, I want you to be able to, to talk about this because this is kind of our baby. We've we've thought about this for a while. And Wraithworks itself uh, is an umbrella company where we can really start to create these projects and these founders to do things that maybe one they couldn't think of or they they couldn't afford or they or they didn't think of it's not that they couldn't uh and then what we're able to do through wraithworks is to create experiences for these communities these founders uh we can create tooling and these other ideas that we have so what wraithworks really does is it's like an all-encompassing company for us to just come out with very creative uh, different contracts and experiences uh, and to enable the greater Web3 community. And specifically, we are targeting Polygon because, well, I mean, we've been Matic bag holders for a long time, like probably longer than most people realize. Uh, and now that we're seeing uh, now that we're seeing such a hardcore push uh, from the Polygon team to make mass adoption a real thing. Um, that to us is so bullish that we're like, yeah, dude, this is a no brainer. So yeah, our Matic bags aside, you know, total joke, but not really, uh, is that we've been supporting them for a very long time, like regardless of what they were doing. And now it's like, oh, they are really kicking ass. Why wouldn't we be here to enable people on this chain? Because really, I feel like that whole purple wave meme uh, is very honest. Like, I feel like this is the next big thing. People are tired of burning through their wallets on ETH. I think there will always be the ETH maximalism. And yes, I am part of that as well. Uh, but this is a far more, it's a far less uh, frictionless, I guess you'd say it's just, there's a lot less friction here for new people to be able to experience blockchain tech. And that's why we're like, yeah, it's a no fucking brainer. Machine, is there anything you want to add to that? Uh, not not really. I mean, it's, it's you nailed it on the head. Like our, our vision is just to to enable the, the greater Web3 community with uh, both on-chain and off-chain uh, solutions, so. Nice, that's really cool. And, and I guess uh, talking about timing, right? One, yes, Polygon is kicking ass. And another thing that you guys have probably looked into, definitely untapped potential. And, and I'll show my bags, but it'll be very subtle. Um, Polygon ZK EVM, very few NFTs on it right now outside of Polygon ZK Punks, which is the first Polygon Punk to mint on ZK EVM. Those are my bags. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm wondering if you guys are, are, are looking to explore a little bit more of that ecosystem. And, and even to add to that question, I'm wondering what will happen with the proof of stake chain uh, once ZK really starts rolling, are we going to be migrating our NFTs to the EVM chain or the ZK EVM chain? What are your thoughts on that? I guess it's a little bit outside the scope of today's talk, but wanted to ask you guys. Yeah, so I think I think as as ZK as ZK sync uh, proves itself, I, I think the, the biggest thing is the speed and and cost uh, from the from what I've heard. As more people move to it, the cheaper it will get. Uh, so as as we see that play out, I think there will be a, a it'll be a, an exponential adoption, and it will be interesting to see what happens with proof of stake. Uh, 
um, it would be kind of weird to have to come into Polygon just to bridge into ZK Sync. I don't, I don't know how they're going to handle that. I, I do know they have a bridge set up already. You bridge from uh, from ETH. You you bridge directly from ETH to, to ZK EVM. Oh, interesting. Just, okay. Yeah, yeah. You don't even touch the Polygon POS chain, so it already feels like it's being slowly. Uh, I don't want to say abandoned because there are a lot of things being built here, but uh, Sandeep always talking about the ZK EVM. Yeah, I mean, it's it may be that it may that be that we completely migrate away from the POS to ZK ZK Sync, uh, and that would be if ZK Sync really lives up to everything they've talked about. Then I think that would be that would be great. Wait, are y'all ZK Sync fans or or, or ZK EVM fans? Because because I thought Johnny had asked me to make memes to to, to poo poo on ZK Sync, and I hope he's not listening because he didn't really do that, but. Uh... <laughs> Patty bags, I know you're laughing. Sorry, save me. Not, I love the jokes. You know, honestly, I think that the the reality of it all is that we're very quick to pivot and make sure that whatever we're doing, we're kind of staying in in front of the trend as best we can. Um, I did that over at Apliance. We did that over at Apliance. Excuse me, with Arbitrum, uh, which is you know, it was a it was a play that at the time made really good sense. I had a choice between uh, going to Polygon or going to Arbitrum. Uh, it was almost a coin toss. The developer that I was working with at the time almost cut my head off because I changed my mind so much, as uh, many devs understand and know. Um, but it ended up being a good play because at the end of the day, a lot of my Apelians community got a bag dumped on their head uh, from Arbitrum just recently. And, you know, I we were on the way out from Arbitrum and the timing was serendipitous. We were like, you know what, this, this change just isn't doing what we want it to do. We're seeing the BD push. We're seeing the Polygon purple wave push uh all almost a not i'd say 80 percent of my community is from reddit and polygon is their native chain uh so it made sense to me to make it you know uh an easier transition for all the people who are naturally there so what i'm getting at is that when we see the right move we're usually a, a bit ahead of the curve and paying attention to what's going on we're paying attention to the whole zk movement and 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 the hype that's kind of riding with that right now and I'm sure that when it becomes time for us to do that and we see that everything has proved itself to be what it is, uh, we will make that pivot uh, and we will continue to stay ahead of that curve. All right. That sounds cool. And and uh, Machinist, as a dev, right, it, it's not – I don't know if you can talk to me about ZK, building on, on ZK, but but it, it's since it's an EVM, it's probably very similar. Again, I don't want to – as a non-dev, I'm probably talking way out of line here. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I, I've looked into it. It's pretty easy. It's. It's. It's honestly, it's just swapping to the chain that you deploy to, and everything else is is basically the same. Nice. Yeah, and you're totally right. The gas on that was pretty high I, when I minted the the NFTs. It cost me two bucks, or yeah, and it was like, uh, and it was. I checked on ETH. It would have cost me five. So I'm like, okay, I'm saving like three dollars, but I paid twenty for the bridge. Uh <laughs> yeah. So, so so my understanding is the way that ZK Sync works that they're batching transactions together. And while you know the there's still while like the adoption of ZK Sync is, is fairly low, there's not that many transactions to batch together to make it cheaper. So that, that's what I meant by as it scales up, as as more people adopt it, it will it will get cheaper. Well, 
I, I'm I'm just re- reiterating like things I've heard. So don't don't take don't take my word for it. I'm just I'm just telling you what I've heard. Yeah, no, well, it totally makes sense because yeah, I felt like I was like, well, what is this scan? This is the same fee as Ethereum, uh, but it was lightning fast though. Like in terms of uh, mint experience, I, I would say it's much faster than than Polygon and. Um, yeah, and, and we'll see what happens when it gets like a lot of adoption because you can still gas war on Polygon, right? I don't know if you guys uh, tried to mint some brozos in public, but if you input it like 70,000 guay, your mint could, could go through. So it's technically not even a buy, it's just you're overpaying the gas uh, and making sure your transaction goes through before <laughs> anybody else. So um, yeah, anyways, uh, very cool tech. And uh, if you guys want to go there, I feel like there's a lot of a tap potential if if it ever picks up. Yeah, for for sure too. Like I know that we're both we're both tech nerds like heavily, and when there's something new and like catching on, I know that we kind of we sideline it. You know, we 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 have full faithful what's working, what we what we trust and we know, and then we just kind of watch and observe, and then as it starts to play out and as we can see it, 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 its potential. Then it's like okay, we could potentially you know iteration two, iteration three, we make a move, or even before that, we you know we just don't know, and it's so early, and that's the other thing is there's one thing is to 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 front run an idea and to just jump in you know balls deep and be like hey this is this is we're gonna take a risk, but then the other thing is to kind of sit on the sidelines and be patient and make sure everything uh, is working as intended, and then enter uh, in strategically, and I think that's where both of our our heads at are at here. Excuse me. Yeah, definitely a right time for free days to live. So so I'm wondering, you know, if people you, you talked about a token earlier, let's get back on topic. <laughs> if you're talking about a token here um, that could be I don't want to share too much alpha, but could be used in the next iteration of whatever you guys are building, that kind of gives you a nice baseline community. So so people can rest assured that even if they do mint for 15 Matic, they'll they'll get their value back eventually, right? Maybe through another mint or something like that. Because I think that would be my main concern as a minter is paying 15 Matic and then ending up with nothing at the end or or some token that maybe is not very useful. So uh, what do you say to that, I guess? Or how do you answer that concern? Yeah, no, that's and that's exactly the way that we were thinking because this entire project we've tried to put ourselves in the shoes of players and it's like okay how would i feel as a mentor not the creator of the tech not the founder of the the freaking idea but how would i feel as a player where would i get pinched and where would i be pissed off and how do we alleviate those pinch points and one that started to scream to us immediately well the first one that screamed us was wash trading we were like, yeah, we have to cut the fucking wash trading down. We have to figure out how to do it. Uh, obviously, this is all speculative. Everything that we've implemented, we don't know the answers uh, to the to the questions and the variables will need to be tweaked. Uh, I'm almost certain to make sure that uh, these anti-cheat mechanisms we've implemented work as intended. Uh, that's the iterations for you. Um, but as far as the the players leaving empty handed, that was something that jumped out to us immediately as well. It was like, Okay, you put in 15 Matic. Sure, the, the the players that got free mint probably won't be as upset. It, there wasn't really much spent except time, which is still valuable. So we considered that. But you start to get into the allow list and public mint. Uh, there are going to be people who have not been here since the beginning and and do not understand the fact that what we're building at 
WraithWorks is much bigger than Three Days to Live. And they're part of a, a grand scheme of, exper- of experiments and experiences. And what they're looking at it as is face value. Like I put in 15 manic, I got nothing, right? So we we consider that heavily. And the idea with the, the tokens, and again, to reiterate, there is no LP. That means this is a valueless token. You cannot go trade this and make money on it. This is not a security. Like we, we've been in DeFi for a long time uh, to know better than to start dabbling with LPs and tokens in any of our projects. So I just want to make that clear. Uh, but what I will say is that what you can redeem with this token, the ideas that we have, I feel will be just as valuable uh, as the winners. And that's why I want it to be that way. And I know we want it to be that way because there will be, and when I say value, I want to say that carefully as well, it, it, artistic value, uh, item value, whatever the hell you want to label it as, there is no real monetary value to these tokens. But what you can be awarded for collecting and staying alive and surviving should hold a sense of value to you equal to or greater to the original uh, winner's circle, if that makes sense, without giving away too much information. And we can play with it too. That's the beauty. The other thing that we've really loved about this tokenized idea um, is that it can be adjusted and it can be pivoted on and the tokens can be used for so much. So we have so many cool ideas that we can play into this with uh, so that maybe one iteration there's like, it can be put, or maybe there's multiple uh, rewards for these tokens and different tiers for those rewards. That's something we've discussed as well. So definitely want people to feel like if you didn't win and you're not part of the last 333, like you worked towards something that's super badass and it might be super unique to you only as well. Nice. Yeah, I love that concept. Um, I think it's great that you put yourself in the player's position and kind of think through all that can happen, uh, such as the wash trading and the people that, that kind of leave on early. Uh, so, so I'm really looking forward to minting it. Uh, whatever, if I get whitelist, that's nice. If not, uh, I'll pay 15 or 25 Matic. I just want to be part of the experiment. Um, oh, well, we got you. We got you, dude. You're up oh, here nice. you're hosting I, us. I you're like letting us cousin. use your platform. I, feel... <laughs> uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the cousin analogy, but but it's something that we, we use a lot. It's kind of like the people that are in the insider circle and that get yeah, a lot of perks and privileges uh just because they know the right people and i i feel it's a it happens a lot in web3 and and it's kind of unfair it's we're building web3 for this decentralized future but it ends up being you're just changing your spot <laughs> in in the wheel right um okay uh so i want to um bring up some audience members that have questions on this concept because i think it's super interesting um Let's see. So if you want to come up, uh, it'll be cool. Also, another thing, we said we'd be giving away some whitelist. Winnie, are you online? Yes, boss. Yeah, nice, nice. Uh, and I'm, I'm not boss, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> wondering who do you want to pick for this uh, whitelist giveaway or how do you want to do it? So the, the cousin stuff stands for Circer, um, uh, not for me. So we will uh, all thank you. No, but I, um, we could do like a, a random number generator or if uh, fatty bags want to 
roll a dice or something. I don't know. We could uh, pick a number from one to the 30 or I don't know how many are in the space, something like that. And uh, yeah. Yeah, I so like that. I... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Winnie. No, you you pick a number. Yeah. Okay, so I'll I'll pick a number, and then do you want me to send it to you in, on Discord, and then we'll have people go down what to the bottom right comment section and comment their number one through thirty. I was just gonna pick it from the screen, whoever I see is the number, but <laughs> that's an interesting approach as well. Yeah, I was thinking because I could cheat. I'll just count down. And I'll be like, "All right, let's see. We're gonna hit Toko. We're gonna hit Osman. We're gonna maybe we'll give Tuan one." What do you think? You think that's too cumbersome? I'm down. If you guys go down to the bottom right, throw throw a number in there, one through thirty. I'm sending it over to Winnie right now, dude. That's my number, Winnie and Plax. You guys see it on Discord. It. Completely fair. Uh, whoever hits that number first will get the spot. Yeah, so now you can DM Tuan the number, and he'll comment the correct number, so... <laughs> Got him! <laughs> <laughs> There's always a way to play around these things, right? Like, uh, uh, yeah. but... We actually, we, we, we are not, we on, not only got ones, but we got five spots, actually, by the oh, wow. very okay. uh, nice people from Three Days to Live. Nice. Go ahead, guys. We'll, we'll pick. Do you have a, a question for um, Three Days to Live or Fatty Bags? I guess Machinist or anything on the project, Winnie? I'm, I'm waiting for people to come up. I have to go to the Discord to see if they have questions as well. So, yeah, come up, guys. Uh, I'm, uh, uh, more of a reflection is that the, the Mint will be very exciting to follow. Uh, and I can really see uh, that people try to uh perhaps band together or try to work together to perhaps save certain traits uh, i i don't know i i know that we in our community hold the different traits uh, to our heart more than others so it will be like a very fight for survival but also a fight to against others in some way perhaps um and what this will do to price is is very exciting because perhaps you pay a premium for something that you want but you will have to sell it so you're you're perhaps not gonna hold 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 it so it's it's very exciting to see uh um how this will how this will end up like what will and what will also the the like Will people speculate on the dead survivors or the, I don't know, we can call them erect survivors, I don't know, uh, or something. I, that, I don't, so, yeah. that was so good. <laughs> the erect. <laughs> yes, Winnie, you're so right, dude, because the speculation on the dead survivors is part of the, like, what we want. We want people to be like, okay, you're yeah. right. Yeah, so you nailed it on the head, bro. Yeah, so, so so yeah, always looked for another angle. Yeah, super smart, super smart. That's the that's what we want to encourage with the the contract and the stuff that we're building is like we want people to be creative. I mean, I know I was I've been a gamer since I was a little guy. I don't really have the time to game anymore. But if no. we're building like blockchain games, it's 
like, okay, I get to do a little bit of both of what I love. And so we're thinking about all these kind of wild mechanics. And it's cool you brought that up because there it is. It's like speculation, you know, what is going to happen next? I think that's a, a key component to what we're doing. Yeah, and I'm also like, what could be the future? Um, I, I don't know. It could be the degen in me, like, talking, but perhaps perhaps the... the, the, the what you say the opportunity will be with the the wrecked survivors or the survive uh, the not survivor the dead survivors of what we gonna call them so it's uh yeah it's it's very interesting for sure i appreciate it man yeah that's it's some wonderful insight you just dropped too and that's <laughs> i know what it is that's the beauty i've got the key <laughs> <laughs> But I will say that it's going to be cool as shit and we're going to be able to be very flexible, flexible and versatile with it. So I, it won't become stagnant either. I don't think that's one of the uh, things that we're working on for sure. Uh, Winnie, Winnie is very good at rallying people, by the way. He's uh, uh, part of, uh, I think he's the founder. Winnie, can I call you the founder of the 1% Hellcat Club? And, uh, and what yeah. what is the, are you the founder, Winnie? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, what's the floor price on those NFTs? Uh, oh, I I don't know, but it usually was at like three or four times the floor price uh, of the Hellcats. So, and, so it's uh, about fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars. So he started like a club for, and and I think it's the one that's standing tall the longest as well. So I'm pretty sure he's going to gather all his friends and they're going to create some sort of club or community uh, and they're going to make it, you know, if I had to bet on a survivor, we should do that, by the way, we should have some sort of pool. It, this reminds me a lot of, a, you know, like a squid game type thing where you can bet on who's going to win and I'll, I'll, my money's on Winnie. Okay. Um, yeah, we will. We will see. I don't. Yeah. Don't don't uh, don't lower the the odds. What do you call it? The odds on me now. On win. No. But but yeah. Um. Yeah. Clubs are fun because I don't I don't think this will uh, this project will have those. I guess. But uh, yeah, as we talked about earlier, the like the, the there will be like groups forming trying to work together. And uh, yeah, that's that's a it's a fun dynamic for sure. Yeah, I mean, if it's free transfers that you're allowed, so so the more people you get, the more shuffling you can do. So to me, it makes a lot of sense. Shit, we might as well have like a wrecked community. And uh, okay, fatty bags, I'm not gonna say we, we don't tech. talk about this aloud, dude. <laughs> Oh God! So <laughs> you're, you're you're so out of the club, Zerker. I do want to mention that the 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 sales cap per wallet scales up as the supply goes down. So uh, it will. So the the idea is that if there's only if there's only three hundred and thirty three or well, let's say four hundred holders, then the 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 amount of, of the pool of people that can then buy a sell it gets smaller and smaller. So, um, 
yeah, you'll be able to you'll be able to buy and sell more as the, the supply goes down. I guarantee you, Reddit community and Rec Gang are probably going to be the ones standing tall at the end because I, I mean, you know this. We're going to get together in our Discord and we're going to kind of share strategies, and y'all be doing the same on Reddit. So whoever's not part of the community is probably the one that's going to go down, unfortunately, or be paying a lot of money, uh, which is okay as well. And, <laughs> and sorry for ruining that, Winnie. Yeah, never talk <laughs> about Fight Club. You never talk about Fight Club. That's exactly what I was going to say yeah. too, bro. Like, you can't talk about Fight Club. Zerk, Zerk did it. But it's okay. It's okay. You know, because who knows how the hell this is going to turn out. That's part of the fun. I, it excites me to know that, that that you guys are thinking in terms of, of working collectively. And, like, I think that's something that's really special to us, too, is that we didn't... I know, me personally, I'll just speak for myself here. I didn't uh, expect people to start talking about banding together, which is hilarious because, like, we're all survivors, right? That might be the first thing that comes to your mind is, like, people are going to band together to survive. But to me, like, that mechanic didn't become apparent until people were like, all right, so who's teaming up? Like, instantly, people were ready to team up. I'm going, oh, shit, dude, this is sick. There's going to be little tribes of people working together to try to secure art that they, they really like. And that's the other fun part, too, is that we have... Connell, who is the art director for Reddit, creating the art alongside of me. So we have these little and the other fun part is that they're little cute guys. The psychology yeah. that I came up with and, and that we came up with was let's make these little guys cute so people don't want them to die. Like if they're ugly and just like torn up and just wrecked, people are going to be like, yeah, I'm not attached to it. I want people we want people to be attached to the art as well. So it was important for us to go with cutesy survivors because damn, dude, it's yeah. going to be sad watching some of them die. Well, yeah, you, you uh, we did something like um, we had an El Torero challenge where where we were we got to choose to burn a pretty cute little bull who Zerker uh, and Bessa tried to like really talk us into like liking, naming him Noah. He has a mom and sister, and uh, he he looks all cute with big uh, um, eye uvu eyes and all. Um, but uh, no, we burned him. We burned him. We burned the NFT and the barn. Uh, so yeah, you're, you're, but I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the trick is giving them a little backstory as well. That was what we did. It was like a single mom and he was taking care of them and those savages still burn the NFT, like no chill whatsoever. It's so uh, good. It's so I think good. what. Yeah, yeah, we we like to play with uh, you know the audience as well. It's fun. Uh, Plax, you had a question. Sorry. Yeah, my bad. I was just gonna tell Fatty to pin up one of the sneak peeks at the top. <clears throat> we have two yeah, sneak peeks that idea. are killer. Yeah, for sure. Like the art is not to be, you know, like these are really good artists as well that are creating this. We haven't even chatted about. We're all about the game mechanics and the game theory. And there yeah, will be will. rarities, right? Rarity. Yeah. So there, there are there are traits, and then there are uh, one of ones, and that will all be uh, weighted through you know rarity as well, dependent on uh, how we want to weight the uh, combination of said traits. 
and that will determine exactly what uh what rarity everything is uh the one of ones are looking fire i'm going to pin up a, a one of one now if someone wants to to fill the the dead space while i run over and do it real quick i am so shitty at multitasking while talking so i'm going to do that real quick and i'll pin it up top oh yeah, yeah. it was go ahead yeah, Sorry. it was it was kind of funny the uh the other day connell had posted a few a few more of the one of ones and uh i think my comment was that i i actually feel bad about adding the burn mechanics in after seeing like how good these are but <laughs> hey you know what you can do you can remint them on bitcoin ordinals and people will say you guys are geniuses for it so that's another idea uh i'm just messing oh it'll only it'll only cost like ten thousand dollars to do that <laughs> I, don't know if you, I don't know if you've minted any over there yet but it, it's oh there's a free mint ongoing and there's one of our friends that's minting uh they're called babu punks anyways we, if you want alpha on any mint you have to join our discord like i'm not kidding we have everything on every chain all the time uh so yeah if you want to check it out free mint right now and there's another project minting on ordinals but yes depending on the quality it can get exceedingly expensive, like just ridiculous. Winnie, did we pick somebody for the giveaways for the whitelist? Because I think you, you said we have five. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I got some names. I got some names. Uh, nice. Should I? I I can I can DM them, I guess, and get Discord name and that. Yeah. Do Do you want to say it on Spaces? Who Who wants? Oh, so yeah. Uh, no, it's uh, it's Winnie one, Winnie two, Winnie three, Winnie four, and uh, <laughs> Winnie five. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. No. Um. So, uh, JD. Uh, let's see. We had some Jared, Saberstein, Fungi, and no wait. JD is out. Never mind. JD. He had it. So Jared, Saberstein, Fungi, Zulian, and uh, Eliza Beffa. Eliza Beffa. Huh? Eliza Beffa. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Congratulations. I think JD probably already has a whitelist anyways, so it's okay. Yeah, yeah so that's, that's why yeah, I, I uh, tossed that one out. And JD's going to quit, dude. He's, on, he's rocking marketing and community with us, and oh. he's just going to be like, I had, I, had the, I had the win, bro. I quit. I, oops, just got a message. He just said right here, JD says, I quit three days to live. Fatty, you are a fraud. That was my <laughs> spot. Damn, JD, dude. I'm sorry, bro. Oh no, my no, god. I'm just kidding. JD's so cool about there that shit. Thank you guys for doing and just to reiterate too, everyone, we did a, a random number generator because my my slapstick way of having you guys put numbers in there uh didn't work. No one got the number I chose. Uh full transparency. The number was 27. Uh, and we can verify that, but we did a random number generator and it looks like just to reiterate one more time, it looks like we have Jared Saber Saberstein, uh Fun Girl, uh Zulian, and Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Nice, nice. Uh <laughs> good people. I know a few of these people, so I guess the cousin story does work. But they're in the spaces, they're participating, so they deserve the whitelist. And uh, I'm sure they're going to be, you know, playing with us uh, very attentively. And, and yeah, nice for, the, for you to pin up the art. I think it looks super cool. This one is actually pretty scary. So, you know, uh, I wouldn't mind, like, 
no, no, I wouldn't mind burning him as well. I, I don't like burning NFTs <laughs> as a whole. So, but yeah, really cool art on top of the gamification. And I think it's going to be super fun. When is the mint? Like, uh, when are we doing this? So, yeah, this is everything contractually has been done for, I don't know, machinists. It's freaking a while, like, I don't know, over a month. Um, but we want a marketing push to be done properly. We've got a space coming up with Polygon, uh, which is going to be really good. So they're going to go ahead and host us. We need to get as many eyes on this project as possible. And again, it's because the project is secondary to what we're building at Wraithworks, which is healthy for Polygon and healthy for Web3. So um, to answer your question, we were aiming for the end of this month, but that is tentative and I say that because we want to make sure that this thing blows up and pops properly so that everything else that we do moving forward, uh, to, you know, it remains that the traction remains with those as well. So super, super uh, important for us that this gets the visibility that we feel it deserves. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, absolutely. And uh, I guess we'll see Are you coming to New York, right? So you'll be able to promote that. Uh, it's I talked to my wife last night. She gave me the OK. but. If any of you have the wifey and a, and a kid that's seven months old or have had that, uh, you know that she might be being really sweet and stressing secretly behind the scenes. So I have to have a real long talk with her today and make sure that she it's not going to overload her. So I'd say it's about a coin toss that I'll be making it there. Uh, I'm leaning on not just because I don't want to put her back into the whole postpartum uh, depression and stuff like that. So it's a very real thing if anyone has kids. So I just want to be respectful of her. Um, worst case scenario, I'll be down in Miami, uh, which will probably be after we do our whole launch. But we'll be talking iteration three and Wraithworks and stuff down there uh, in the sun on the beach with some Mai Tais. Yeah, I feel you, Fatty Bags. Don't, don't, don't feel the pressure. I got a two-year-old and a four-year-old. I wanted to come last year, uh, didn't work out. This year, um, I'm coming, but but only for a few days, right? Because it's a lot of work to put on, uh, uh, you know, the family if you're leaving. But 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 absolutely, you know, promoting the project to get the the right mint timing is important, is crucial. And uh, looking forward to that space with uh, on Polygon. Obviously, you're, you're on Scroopy all the time. Um, I think a few other groups run spaces. I mean, we heard about the project, right? But it takes a little bit of time to fully understand and digest it. It's hard, you know, because Scurpy does like these five-minute pitches, sometimes even shorter. They're like two minutes. So you can't really understand the full scope without, you know, for me, it takes like an hour to really understand, or at least half an hour to kind of get a feeling for the project. And I have a really good feeling about this one. Yeah, I appreciate it. And that's something that we're we're working on too, is making sure that these contracts and innovations that we're creating are easily digestible. Um, and whether that needs to be in the form of video, short form content, uh, you know, explainers, the medium is pretty thick. It's pretty juicy brained, but it breaks it down. And it also kind of TLDs, TLDRs it for all you Reddit folk. Um, and makes it pretty, pretty quick to understand the website. We tried to make sure that uh, at three days to live.xyz or 3d2l.xyz. Um, we got a quick little breakdown on that. Uh, but it is one of the most important things uh, in this space is making sure that you educate people properly and you make it easily digestible or else it, you'll miss your mark. So that's something that we're working on 
uh, continually and will continue to work on with anything that we create because everything that we pump out from Wraithworks is going to be uh, pretty wild. Uh, sure, there's going to be some easier stuff to understand, like the Meme Wars bot that we custom developed for Three Days to Live and plan on sharing with our partners in the space. A little alpha there. Um, oh, well, what? I saw that, but I haven't played with it. You know, we are the best memers. And, and I say this with the biggest confidence. There's like three projects in this space that maybe are better memers than us, and they're all on ETH. So we don't count them. So we'd be super interested in that. And and by the way, the website is amazing. Um, kudos to you guys. I don't know who built it out. Is it Machinist that built it out? But it, it's like a really nice website. You know, the layout is amazing. It works very well. Um, I'm already impressed with the tech is all I'm seeing. And the meme bot, I'm curious to learn more. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, I did the design front end of the website and machinist uh, obviously he's always there to help me in any way shape or form uh he did all of uh you know back end and connecting things up and obviously giving me uh you know input on the front end design so we're kind of like a super team that way uh, i can do some pretty decent front end work uh but wherever i need help he's always there so super grateful for him um but yeah i appreciate that that means a lot we spent a lot of time on it trying to be mindful of uh, keeping the aesthetic and making sure it gave the vibe that we wanted to put off. So that, that means a lot to hear that from you, uh, Zerk. Um, as far as the meme wars bot goes, it sounds like you guys are the perfect damn community, uh, to be honest. So that's really cool. The, the idea behind the bot, uh, again, the genius of the machinist and us coming together to kind of, uh, gamify a community experience, something else that we're going to be focusing on with Wraithworks. Um, machinist, do you want to talk about it? Because you built it, bro. Yeah, sure thing, sure thing. So I, I just want to caveat and say the whole the the idea for meme wars is not a it's not a new thing. It's not something that I came up with. Um, I've seen it in the DeFi space in other Discord communities where um, communities can post their own memes and uh, everyone else can vote on them and they can win whitelist or whatever else. Um, but I've always seen it done in a very messy way where there's a channel that you post your meme in. And then like 400 people will comment on that on in the channel. And then you lose, you lose all the memes and you can't figure out, you have to like scroll for, for, for days just to find them. Um, so what meme wars is, is a solution to that, that problem where instead of having an open channel to post memes to, you have a bot that you can submit your memes through and it goes into a closed channel. And uh, after, and then, there's a, a button on each meme where you can vote and on it. And uh, whoever, whoever has the most votes at the end, when the game is closed out, uh, they get automatically assigned a role in discord. And that role can mean whatever you want it to mean. So for us, uh, we, we all on, on our server, we often do, we'll often do like a, a meme wars for three whitelist spots. Uh, so we just, I think we just closed one out the other day. Nice. That sounds cool. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you know, we, we don't want to take anybody's lunch money and participate in those because that, that would just feel unfair. But but we could maybe, yeah, we'll, we'll chat about it afterwards in terms of like integrating it in our Discord. <laughs> for sure, for sure Zerk. And, and one of the cool things, too, is like the idea behind it is, yes, obviously, like there are people that run meme competitions and they're sloppy as shit. Like there's a lot of react roles and just people, it's just not a clean experience. And we thought about it in a lot of ways too, to make it super fair. So all voting is anonymous. 
Uh, there's a period at the beginning of meme wars where no one can vote. So that first movers don't get the advantage, uh, meaning that if you're the first person to post a meme, then obviously that's the only meme in the competition. So people could just be like, fuck it, I'm voting for this. Um, it keeps everything anonymous, including the votes and the poster. Uh, so we've thought this through and we actually corresponded with the community and took ideas from the community and what they would like to see. And we implemented those uh, instantaneously. So that was one of the beautiful things is that meme wars, you know, be it not an original idea in its quote unquote mechanics. Uh, it's very original in the way that it was organically sprouted from three days to live and in correspondence with uh, our community. So we we listened to what they wanted and then we created the tooling and then we tweaked it uh, to make it both fair, anonymous and uh, fun for the communities. Nice. Yeah, that, that sounds fun. Uh, most of the time, my issue with meme wars is the memes are bad. Like, it doesn't matter who votes, how you vote. They're just bad. Uh, Israel came up here. Uh, do you have a question? Winnie, go ahead. I don't know, Winnie, you had a comment. No, you're, you're, it's not often that uh, Berserker is uh, cocky about stuff. He's always very down to earth. But when it comes to memes, oh, God, don't stand in his way. And we have like a ship posting clan. Like we have people that get elected to create memes. They get paid two hundred dollars a month to create memes. Um, we've got a few of them. And natural selection, like this has been running for a year. We've refined these meme artists, you know, uh, to, to like the best of the best, the cream of the crop. So again, <laughs> Winnie's right. I'm very proud of our meme community. Okay, Israel, go ahead. Sorry. You, you have your you hand up. Oh, Good evening, guys. Good evening, guys. Can you hear me? Good evening. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I'm, I'm just up here to say some few things. I've been noticing this Polygon ecosystem lately. Many good ads have been coming up, and I'm proud to say that I I own few of those ads. And two, three days to three days to live. I'm rooting for you. Thank you. Thanks, Fatty Bag. Do you have like a white list? Yeah, we got a loud list. No, 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 not yet, not yet. I'm trying to get to the developer. Not yet. Loudest? Okay. <laughs> we got, we, we got, we're, we're, we're trying to be as like, okay. If it was me, they call me the web three Oprah. I didn't give myself that damn name, but everybody would be getting whitelist. This shit would mint out for free machinist. He quit. He'd be like, dude, I'm done being, I am done being your partner in crime. Like that's how it would go. So I, I have been instructed. Okay. I've been instructed that I can't be web three Oprah with this. No. The reality is, is that we have to we have to have a fine balance between it. And when we give away the free lists, uh, it's one for participating with tooling that we've created or partnership communities uh, to make sure that we're supporting other builders in the ecosystem. So uh, a lot of what we'll be giving out from here on out is allow list, but there will still be chances for whitelists. Yeah, do check out their Discord, Israel. There's lots of giveaways running there. Uh, and hope that you can win a whitelist, if not an allow list, because uh, it's a great project, I agree. And uh, thanks for coming up and uh, rooting for Free Days to Live. Amir, I know you were very curious about the project for a while, and you actually asked for this AMA, so go ahead. Yes. Well, I asked for it. Hi, guys. I'm sorry. Um, I asked for it, but for some reason, I mixed up the days. 
and I just came up now, um, came in the space now. So if you want to run it again, you can no, just listen to the recording. I'm joking. Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen um, something so interesting and innovating. I just had a question before I re re listened to the recording, and you, you might have answered it. I'm sorry if you did. Um, is your tooling going to be available for other projects on other chains and stuff like this, or is it just exclusive to Polygon and and to or or to uh, projects that partner with you? Yeah, this is this is a great question as well. Um, we, you know, to show our faith in Polygon, we've been very Polygon centric and forward uh, with who we're sharing this with. But obviously, you know, the uh, it's on chain, right? So technically, anyone could fork anything that we do. Uh, I think the real value that we bring beyond the creation of the contract is the fact that we can also show communities how to use it properly and how to integrate it. So you kind of need that part of the puzzle piece. Yes, you can take it, fork it, use it. Um, But to answer your question, I don't think that it's out of the realm of reasonableness to be able to share it with the greater Web3 ecosystem if this catches on. Um, And machinists, please feel free to interject here. But I don't think that we have a stingy bone in our body. And if this starts to catch on and we see it being beneficial uh, to the entire ecosystem, then absolutely. From my side and my 50% of the vote or 33.3% of the vote is that we share it with as many communities as we possibly can. Yeah. So uh, for for me to speak to this, um, the way my vision of the way all of this is going to work is just like, yeah, you have open Zeppelin with how they share their contracts. Uh, I think we as Wraithworks are gonna also have our own contracts just like this. Uh, we may spin up a, like a Git books as well on how to use these, how to use our contracts. Um, as for it being uh, open to everybody, I'm pretty sure that's, that's the idea is we're gonna have it open to everybody. Um, things like some other tooling that we have, like uh, the Memoirs bot itself, uh, we are planning to um, at some point, offer that as a subscription service. Uh, we're we're going to be when we do launch it out initially as like a beta. We're going to be uh, having certain communities use it um, just to just to test it out. But yes, uh, to answer your question, I think the, the this and other things that we do in the future are going to be uh, in a in a repository with uh, some di- direction on how to use it. Um, and and a, depending on the chain that you're going to. Um, Pretty much all of these contracts are uh, cross-chain compatible, except Cosmos, Amir. They don't use Rust. Yeah. That was low. Amir's, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he, he's a big uh, bad yeah, I think our goal. Uh, I know our goal as a team is to create stuff that everyone can use. Uh, and enjoy and then ultimately just better the space uh, through it. The cool thing too is whatever we create, there are other, there's just some really brilliant people in this space and we're excited to see somebody look at it and go, hey, this is sick, but what if you did this? And then potentially we have ways of collaborating with other great minds and helping them further the idea and they build on top of it and bootstrap their own ideas. And like that to me is probably one of the most exciting things is seeing that we we create a spark and then hopefully that turns into uh, you know a large fire. Uh, great stuff, guys. Really, really excited about it. And I don't know if it was mentioned, but it, they make pretty nice PFPs too. The art, the art is real nice. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Fully agree. Uh, be sad to burn them. Oh, we got Saberstein coming up. She always has good questions 
runs her own show on Mondays as well. Saberstein, are you up? Can you hear us? Go ahead. Hi. Congrats on the... Yeah, Yeah. sorry I'm driving, so I hope there's not too much background noise. Um, thank you, um, Berserker, for allowing me to speak. I appreciate it. And thank you guys for hosting this, because I absolutely love hearing from projects. It's okay to get in the discords and look around, but so much fun to actually listen to the people that are creating and building the projects. Um, my question is, how do we get a hold of you? Because I'm on Team Space Skellies, and EJ is interested in contacting you, but I don't believe he can on Twitter. Oh, well, let me add you as a friend. Boom, follow back. Sorry, I, I, I've been getting flooded with all these spaces with follows. This sounds so debaggy, but I, people get buried. And I have to go back through when I have time and like go through everybody and make sure I follow people and, and try to be as least stingy as I possibly can with follows. So I 100% just followed you um, and I will shoot you a DM. I will take the I will take the work out of it because you've already been trying. I think it's only fair that I, I do the other half of the work here. And I'd love to talk to you and, and pick your brain. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, I sent um, EJ, our founder, um, your Twitter and your info. And so, yeah, he's interested in possibly speaking and maybe doing some collabs and stuff. So, And I'm interested in the project as well, or I would not have sent it to him. So thank you so much. And once again, thank you, Wrecking and Berserker, for allowing me to speak. It's really nothing special, Saberstein. I'm uh, Canadian. Remember, we have a we have a thank you. We have a sorry quota. We must fulfill every day, every week, every month. And I'm a little behind, so I'm using it up here. <laughs> sorry about that. I'm Canadian too. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, fatty bags. Just I, I can vouch for for EJ and uh, Sabersteed and Space Galleys. I think they're my, you know, uh, I don't like to say favorite, but but pretty much favorite founders. Uh, you know, so. Do connect with them. I think they bring a lot of value and uh, very professional. So uh, they won't waste your time at all. <laughs> I, I appreciate that massively too. And that's something that we're doing uh, in this space too, is really uh, trying to find these founders and builders who are super passionate and who are here during the bear market doing this. I mean, obviously like everybody that's in this space, uh, it takes a lot of of extra brain juice to show up when it seems like the world might be melting down around you. Um, so we're betting on a lot of founders and projects in this space right now because this is when you show your real colors. So we're really, really happy to uh, have recommendations from people um, because we're still we're still navigating Polygon. We've been ETH Maxis and DeFi OGs for a long time, but uh, we're still learning the people here. So when you guys give us recommendations like that, we don't take that lightly. We really appreciate it uh, and we welcome we welcome it heavily. Nice. On that positive note, uh, thank you again for, um, you know, tuning in to the audience. Thank you, Fatty Bags Machinist, for uh, coming up here, answering all our questions. It was very interesting. I love the concept. Uh, thank you so much for staying 90 minutes. Uh, usually our spaces do run a little long, but <laughs> so I appreciate your time. Uh, and it is recorded for anybody that's tuning in a little later. Lots of alpha shared. Uh, do listen to the recording if you're interested in the project. I think uh, uh, it was it was a good show. So thanks again, guys. And I guess we'll see each other on another spaces uh, a little later. Because, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, that polygon's blowing up. So good times. Yes. And Zerk, can I say thank you to you and the Rec Gang family, to Plax Machinist, um, I appreciate you putting us up on your platform. 
uh, hosting us, being so kind as a host, Canadian or not. Okay, you're a good dude. And I and I absolutely all my Canadian friends are just cool as shit. I don't know what it is in the water up there. Um, but I will say thank you so much uh, for having us up here. We're excited to be building um, and just massive, massively grateful for all of you guys. Thanks, gang. All right. Bye bye. Have a nice day. <laughs> See you. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was Wrecked FM with the Wrecked Gang, the Polygon Mint Experience with Three Days Two Live Crew, recorded on Wednesday, April 5th, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate. And show some fucking support, y'all. When we blow through the dust, volcanoes erupt. No one ever guessed that the game would be tough. Keep it hands off when the play is a bust. Plain old and just, so we keep it on the one. Blast off on the two. Help me see the three. Third eye open wide, checking out the scene. Laser beam focused, star scream jokers. Living off the fat of the people they approach. Tell me what happens when the land fights back. With the cliffs at our backs, make the last stand matter. No one ever planned for the famine on deck. We was walking all erect with the dead man swagger. Sitting in a little den, vision in the middle men. Listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty then. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian. Lost in the maze, trying to make the next bubble billion. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian. Lost in the maze, trying to make the next bubble billion. Little den vision in the middle men Listen to the fiddle man Play a little ditty then Talk about how All the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze Trying to make the next No one gave a shit Till the drugs all dried up Everybody died From a bad batch of Lysol But it didn't matter We was all hyped up When the pedal hit the metal He just didn't have the right skill Watched in the daytime Till the night curfew Rats in a cage Till they make time to murk you Got a little job That falls under my purview We gotta get this mob Away from the Birds view. Gotta find cover, wipe off the bird poop, ride off the work while you try on the worst juice. Blinded by perps who try to reverse truth, slide like Fox News just trying to lie to you. Eating up the slop like a bunch of hungry vagrants. I can't wait for the day they lock us up in stasis. Mock up a basement, could call me resilient. Waiting for the internet to make me a billion. Vision in the middle men Listen to the fiddle man Play a little ditty then Talk about how All the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze Trying to make the next B-b-b-billion Talk about how All the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze Trying to make the next B-b-b-billion Terror spaces <laughs>